0: Hello all, and welcome to King's Chaos, the only show where the hottest single is dropping the hottest singles. Welcome to another episode of King's Chaos. I am your host, Kyle Pepitone, a.k.a. the Kingpin Parentheses of Spades, and I am joined once again with another special guest, Mike Foley, correct? I should have checked before we started. That is correct, yes. Yes. Finally got it right for once. But we are in episode 22 of King's Chaos. I don't know if we're starting in a second season or we're just going one season all the way. But today we're talking more about music specifically album covers, because if you, if anyone's keeping a running tally, uh, I'm what, at like 15 at least times that I've mentioned I'm an art student, but as an art student, uh, and a, like, major graphic design person, um, I love album art, and I get very disappointed when it becomes very generic or common, when I see generic, generic or common album covers. But before we do that, uh, Mike, do you want to tell the audience a little about yourself before we jump right into the topic?
1: I would love to. My name is Mike Foley. Uh, Socials are not Mike Foley. Um, (laughs) Don't have to follow me there if you don't want to. Um, I am a a television and digital media major with a focus in production. I am a sophomore, currently going on to be a junior at Montclair State University. Nice. I enjoy long walks on the beach. (laughs) Um, listening to music and my pet dog. Nice. I also enjoy making Kyle laugh. So if I can do that for the next hour, I'd be very, I'm going to be very happy. Sounds good.
0: Well, I have to ask you, um, I probably should have included this in the outline, but it just came to me. What is your favorite album art of all time, or at least in recent memory? Um, I
1: think one that I really enjoyed, I've been getting into more oriental art, so like the Asian cultures art. I think it would be um Weezer Pinkerton ah. is the album I'm thinking of. I believe so. Let me pull it up. But I'm a big fan of Weezer. I know their music is all the same. I don't really care. Yeah. Um to me, it's calming, and it's a good for, like, background noise as well. But, yeah, this is, like, it's a nice, you know, kind of different take because they're more known for their standing behind colors. So, right. like, it's a nice, like, like, that's, a, like, if you just cut off the top, like, portion, that could be, like, a normal piece of art.
0: Oh, yeah, no, you know definitely. I mean? Like, there there are some of Weezer's albums. Like, I tried getting into Weezer because last year I was supposed to go to a Green Day Fall Out Boy Weezer concert. And I'm going to the same concert. Oh, nice, really? A Megator. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was supposed to go last year, but, you know, circumstances happened, so uh, (laughs) that was out. But I I, I decided, hey, I should probably, you know, listen to all these bands, because I knew Fall Out Boy and I knew Green Day, but I never... I knew Buddy Holly by Weezer at that point, so I tried listening to some of it. Not my favorite band. They've got some good songs that I like, but overall, it's... Not my main thing, kind of. I don't know really how to explain it. But the album art is, I really like. Especially, like, disregarding the color ones. But um, I believe it's Pacific Daydream is the one I'm thinking of. Where it's the earth and then it's the person on the swing.
1: That might be it. Yeah, Pacific Daydream.
0: That's the one. That's Pacific Rim. Thank you, Spotify Autocorrect. Yeah, it's the it's a picture of s- some little girl on the swing, uh, in outer space with the Earth, and I think that's a really nice um nice picture. Like like you said, like cut off the top, I would hang that on my wall. Exactly, that's a nice poster. I mean, you most people a- hang pictures of albums on their walls to begin with, but right. like I could see that as just like a normal art piece, right? Which yeah. I think is really cool.
1: Like you have like with artwork, it's like. You know, it's everyone's per, like personal tastes. But, you know, there's some great stuff there. Like, that specifically, that's like a good... Like, if you didn't tell someone it was a piece of, like... It was like an album cover, no one would know.
0: Exactly, yeah. And I, I think that's really cool. And that's... that's Those are the ones I like to see. I like to see, like... Like, I'm not going to say they didn't put any... Like, not everybody puts effort into the album covers. I don't know the the -the behind-the-scenes process of making album covers. It could be the most tedious process, no matter what you do. But the ones that, like, break that kind of sense of reality and go more into the fantastical, air quotes, um, genre are the ones I really like. And that being said, it's so hard to, like, think of an album cover that I like above all the other ones, because, like, they're all so really cool, and mm. I've got a. I I will talk about this later in the show, but I got a whole like list of criteria of certain album covers that like really appeal to me. But I mean, if we're talking about recently and album covers that I've been into recently, I don't know. It's hard. I would maybe say set it set it off's um, their duality album. Mm. It's a really nice, it's very simple in design. It's a, it's like a gradient background and then like a diamond in the middle. And just like the color combination really works well. And
1: yeah.
0: And um, the song that I've been listening to off of it, like on repeat is Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, which Mm -hmm. unfortunately I can't play on air but if we do a royalty recommends at the end of it, that's probably going to be my one. So keep that one in mind. But that one's really cool, and, oh, I don't know. Um, Citizen Soldiers Down the Rabbit Hole is also a really good one. And I like that, too, because I really like that album. Which, I mean, why not move into the next question? What are some great albums that you've listened to that you just, like, not resonate with just the music, but resonate with, like, the album art itself? 'Cause I've got as you saw earlier that I've I've got a long list of ones that I can name off right now. Yeah.
1: Um so good albums that like I can resonate with the art. Um this is gonna be taken from like the great albums with bad covers from the docu set, but Awaken My Love by you know, I've been listening to that recently. I actually just bought it on vinyl. Oh nice. Uh, yeah, it's a big beefy boy. Uh, I I'm that it a bit. <laughs> But um, because <laughs> the it, that's a long story. It's just the deluxe version because that's the only one Amazon had. There you go. All right. Not that long story. But <laughs> it's it's an odd choice because it's it's a face in like a bonnet, but it's a neon. It's blues. Right. Yeah. It's weird, but I like it. Like I resonate with that. Like that, and um, was the other one? It's it's slipping the tip of my tongue right now. I I gotta oh, Fo- uh, Fozzie's Judas album. I like yes. just the simpleness of the woman with the knife. You know what the song is about. It's like okay, so yeah, makes exactly. Sense. It's, it works. It resonates. You know? Yeah, and the title. The title.
0: Uh, going more into the music, but the title track off that album is so good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, that's like like Fozzy. man, words are hard. Fozzy is really good. I like them, but like Judas remains their favorite song for me, and I think. It's also because that's the first song I heard by them, so
1: was, you know it's going to you know, have same that thing connotation. Here, like, I heard it on the radio. I'm like, oh, this is a banger. Yeah. this? And I'm like, oh, this, are, this is this really good. Yeah.
0: You know, the third time, <laughs> I I have I've I listened to way too much music that I don't even I can't even name like the first places I heard many songs. <laughs> I want to say Fozzy or Judas was off of. Off of my playlist, like, it was one of those songs that kind of just somehow appeared on there without my knowledge, mm-hmm. and that I came across and liked, and then I added the rest of their discography, but it might have been radio. I I just can't remember, because it was also, like, two years ago, maybe, and we all know how time passed in 2020, where 2020 yeah. itself was two years, so that's, like, three years now. Yeah, it's
1: like, no, it's four, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, something like years. that. It's... Ugh,
0: I don't even. I mean, it's not like time has corrected itself yet. I still don't know what day of the week it is. But if you're listening to this on 90.3 WMSC up in Montclair, it's definitely a Thursday. Unless you're listening to the rerun, then it's a Tuesday. But that's how I know my days of the week now at this point. <laughs> Thursdays
1: and Tuesdays, those are good days of the week to
0: know. Yeah. Great albums with great covers. Um, it'd be Ice Nine Kills, two most recent albums uh, Silver Screen and Every Trick in the Book, where. Um, one's based off of horror movies and one is based off of horror novels per se mm. so have you heard of like do you know the band or either of the albums no
1: I'm sort of starting to divul- divulge into heavy metal now um, nah. with um I think I put it down somewhere here like more story driven album right. arts is Doom's 2016's like the original game soundtrack Yeah. Um, listen to it BFG Division is probably one of the best songs on there. And, you know, the guy who composed it, McGordon, did an amazing job. And, the, like, the only reason I know this is because I've been playing a lot of the, the game and I'm just like, oh, I know all these random facts now. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the company didn't want to make a heavy metal soundtrack, but he did it anyway. And now it's like, it's yeah. really good. I, I yeah. use it for the gym a lot. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. I was reading something about it because Doom Eternal, the twenty twenty game, yeah, that came out right yeah. at the
1: start of the pandemic. Bad name, yeah,
0: was like. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some, that's a odd way of a complete clash of two games, but I and exactly they came the out same. at the same time.
1: What was that? Sorry, they're exactly the same. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah,
0: that's of course. I mean, I've just seen them mashed together in so many YouTube videos. I can't tell them apart anymore. Yeah. No. But I, I was I was watching that game. I've watched playthroughs of it. Um, Markiplier, I think, was the one I watched. But um, I wanted to hear the soundtrack, but it wasn't out yet because, you know, the game just came out. And then I was reading more and more about it, and apparently, like, Mi- uh, Mick Gordon, right? That was his name? Yeah, that was... Yeah. Apparently, he had some, like, falling out with the company. There, there's something happened where he was no longer the uh, the sole artist on the album. I think they... At some point, like the studio or recording company or something brought in other people to like finish it up because I guess it was taking him too long. The details of the story are fuzzy. Keep in mind, this was literally like a year ago to the date. Mm -hmm. But that's what I remember. Like he had there was something going on with it where like it was either getting delayed or something. And and because of that, I've kind of forgot to check. It might be out now. I actually have no idea if Uh, it is out. I'm definitely adding it because
1: people have been putting songs out there via their own accounts. Like I found the only thing they fear is you, which very good. Uh, Oh, okay. Very good song. Very good metal song. Uh, Nick Gordon knows what he's doing. Uh, Shame. He's not there anymore, but yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Hopefully you can move on to do better things. Right. Yeah. Just a side note, side tangent. Another good song recommendation from a video game, since we're still sort of relatively on the subject. Shipping in by um, it's by the game. It's listed as Samurai on Spotify, but I'm sure the other. I know the other account. Just give me one second. Yeah. No problem. It's from. Is it? Oh, I was
0: going to ask what game it's from.
1: Oh, it's from Cyberpunk 2077. You know, the glitchiest game on the planet.
0: And the funny thing is, is it technically works with the theme of the game, Yep, but it's
1: not how it's supposed to be played. No, not what eh, you're playing it. I've played through most of the game. It's not fixed 100 percent, but it's like to the point where you can play it. It's uh, the the other artist listed is refused. So it's almost fixed. It shouldn't have been released in 2020. That's my should have been this year.
0: The thing got pushed—I talked about this in, like, episode two of this show, but, like, it's—it was pushed back since, like, I think 2012 is when it was first announced, Mm -hmm. and it just got back and back and back and back, (laughs) and to the point where when it did come out. Like, I was kind of looking forward to the game, at least from, like, at least 2019, I think, is when I first heard of it, but, like, it kept getting pushed back, and, you know, video games are not the cheapest currently— Um, So I kind of waited it out to see how people thought the game was, like got other people's reviews, like YouTubers and stuff. And I guess it just like slipped my mind or something, because I don't own it, actually. (laughs) I totally forgot to buy the game that I was looking forward to, which has happened to me more than you would expect.
1: Oh, no, I'm the same way. I was interested in Assassin's Creed Valhalla when that came out. Right. I just forgot.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I I don't know why that happens, but the same thing happens with like movies too. Like a movie will be out in theaters, specifically like the Marvel movies, because such yeah. an expanded universe. I like to keep up. It's like, hey, that one looks really cool. I like that superhero. I'm gonna go see it, and then I don't. <laughs> I I don't have an answer. That's just the way
1: it is. That just reminded me of like the um the South Park meme. Alright, so we're gonna take your money, we're gonna put it here, then we're gonna move it over here, and then we're gonna do this, and then this and then and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? It's gone.
0: <laughs> I have I have never, never seen, seen that? that
1: before. No. It's legit like the, it's one of the funniest jokes. Um I'll send you the link over Discord. It's yeah. the kid's going on to open an, a checking account because uh, he got a hundred okay. bucks for his birthday. And it's just gone.
0: You know, like, uh, oh well okay, yeah. Well that's that's truth humor.
1: <laughs> that's
0: just what happens.
1: It is what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's un- it's unfortunate, but you know
1: yeah.
0: that's 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 how it goes. But like I don't know how we got from horror movies to video games. Oh well, actually Yeah. I can kinda see it. But yeah, I'm definitely like the heavier stuff is really cool. I've been diving into it and Um, Ice Nine is very Mm Screamo-like, so you'll have those screechy vocals, which, you know, I think kind of works when you're adapting horror media into song. Right. Like, they've got songs, um... uh, Silver Scream has American Nightmare, obviously, off of, um, inspired by Nightmare on Elm Street. Um... What's another one? Oh my gosh, I've listened to this album back and forth and I can't remember a single one. Jig is up from Saw. Uh it is the end. It obviously. All right. Also, if we're talking if we're talking why the album's so good, the titles. The ti- the cl- titles are just clever. That is true. Yeah. Um oh, and then if we move on to Every Trick in the Book, which came beforehand, uh before Silver Scream, you've got t- 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 Communion of the Cursed, Exorcist, Nature of the Beast, Animal Farm, Uh TikTok, Have you TikTok. read Animal Farm? I have, actually. It's a much shorter book than I thought. Yeah,
1: I need to, I need to reread it now as a 20-year-old, because I was forced to read it in 8th grade, and I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. Pigs, something about, you know, a horse. Yeah.
0: I actually read it of my own volition, because of every trick in the book, the album, because... You know, you want to you want to know the source material of the right. stuff you're listening to. Of course, and also I really like I like books and st- I like reading books. So
1: right, oh, you, you and me both, brother man. I got a bunch of books. Summertime is gonna be read time. Oh, I
0: hope so. I hope so. I I don't like doing the work. Bec- I don't like doing schoolwork because it takes away time from reading.
1: You're right about that. But these are gonna be summer books for myself. I got oh, nice. Star Wars from different stories and Doom. Noon is going to be priority, though, because I know the movie comes out. I'm intrigued, say the least. I'm a fan of sci-fi. I'm not the biggest fan of I like Star Wars, obviously, who doesn't? Right, yeah, of course. I mean,
0: after, I don't want to get too into this, but after the later movies, I might be able to name some people what who later like movies? Star Wars. Oh, right, never mind. I forgot. They it don't... ended at Episode Seven.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, right, of course. <laughs> Uh, it went uh, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, Mandalorian. Well, there you go. I mean, throw in Clone Wars, the animated series, but oh, I, and Ro- and I don't Ro- know when that came out.
1: Can't forget Rogue One. That's one that I like I told to the exception because it's really good.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. I, I, I kind of liked it. I mean, the end scene with Vader coming out of the hallway. That was that's was everyone's. Favorite scene.
1: Was. Yeah. But like it laid the groundwork for like people to like realize, OK, we can tell more stories in this universe that aren't yeah. lightsabers and all that other stuff.
0: Exactly. And correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't they in the midst of shooting an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie? They are. They're
1: in the midst of shooting a miniseries.
0: Oh, miniseries? I yes. like the sound of that. Obi-Wan
1: Kenobi better be the most depressed person on the planet.
0: <laughs> and they, I believe, I saw an Instagram post where I think it listed the actors. I don't know how true it is. I'm going to... Uh,
1: yeah, I know. That hope. post is legit because Star Wars and Lucasfilm posted it. So. Yes.
0: Ewan McGregor, Hayden and Ewan McGregor's back.
1: Hayden Christensen, man, I can't wait to see. <laughs> I mean, I really I, I hope just there's like... more memes. That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the only reason I'm watching it. I mean, the sequels are like the sequels are okay. Like, give it like a decade, no will no be as mean as the prequels. Like, oh,
0: exactly. Yeah, there's
1: nothing bad about them. It's just we're in such a very critical time that like. Right, anything that diverges from a fan theory is like, oh, this is bad, yeah,
0: that's true, yeah. and also, um, that whole thing of like directors, JJ Abrams to um, oh Ryan. gosh, Ryan Johnson back to JJ <laughs> Abrams, probably contributed to some of the i mean, mess.
1: I get what he was doing, Johnson, but at the same time, like. You can't just throw away characters that have been set up. Like, oh yeah, no. In the movie, he was like, "All right, I'm only interested in Ray and Kylo, really." So, Finn, go do this stupid little adventure. Yeah, exactly. Because Finn is great; he's a great character.
0: No, I really liked his character and um, his costume design too. I really
1: liked that jacket. That was a nice jacket. It was a nice jacket until Kylo Ren cut him across the back. Spoilers Uh, for a movie that came out in 2015 that made a billion dollars at the box office. Really, that much? It made just about. I believe. Wow. So, I, mean, I, I don't.
0: I don't keep up too much with like the box office stuff. Which, oops. I. I. I just. I like. Hey, mo- big movie on. Big movie on big screen. That was enjoyable. All right. I'm gonna go about the rest of my day now.
1: Yeah, it made two point. About. About made about two billion. Not bad. Oh yeah. I
0: assume the other ones did not make that much though.
1: Uh, there was a dip with the Last Jedi.
0: Yeah, I figured.
1: Like about a billion dollar dip. Oh, but okay. Again, I mean, if you've oof. seen the Last Jedi. Would you really see it like three times, like everyone else did? But
0: I probably wouldn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not, not as... saying that it's a bad movie. It's just you know. Right. Back it's... to album cover. <laughs> we've been yeah. Because we we went from album covers to heavy metal to doomed horror movies star wars i mean a little bit of
0: reading at some point well the graph made sense up to a certain point and then it kind of just dropped off
1: oh yeah there were south Park sprinkled in there too
0: (laughs) but that's the point of the show getting as chaotic as possible we went from spring to socks last episode don't ask me how that happened how did you get to socks i mean socks are cool I mean, well, not just plain socks. We're talking funky design socks. I know.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. I got beer socks. I don't have them on right now, but I got beer socks.
0: I'm like 90% convinced I'm wearing the exact same socks right now that I wore recording last episode. No. Yeah, it might be. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Okay. Note to future editing Kyle. Look back at last episode. See what I say. I'm currently wearing turkey socks. If they match up, get more socks. You get more huggy socks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but just so we can get a little bit back on track, we're going to take a short music break. And when we come back, we're going to get right back into album covers uh, and our criteria for what makes one good and what makes one not so appealing to us personally. These are not universal criteria of what makes album good. Really, Without further ado, however,
1: what was that? I thought it was. I thought we are the Universal Opinioners.
0: Uh, as much as I would love that job for album covers, I don't know if one exists yet. Oh, that's a shame. It, it, it would be a great job. It would be fun. Never judge an album by its cover, which is exactly what we're going to be
1: doing. You're very judgy people.
0: Yeah, a little bit, but you know, like when you walk into a record store... That's the first thing you see, is the album cover. You true. can't exactly take samples like an ice cream shop. Hey, could you play 30 seconds of track three, please? Unfortunately, you can't do that. I mean, with Spotify and stuff, now you kind of can. But that's not how it worked back then.
1: Yep, that's just not how it works. Uh, as I said earlier, this is the big boy vinyl that I bought myself. That is big. Comes with a few posters and some VR st- stuff, which I did not expect. I was expecting. VR. Yeah, uh, like got VR VR goggles. Let's see. Whoa! Yeah, was that, that is how to do an album right. Oh yeah, I can't wait to listen to it. I haven't yet. I'm very disappointed in myself. I got this last weekend, and I haven't yet to listen to it.
0: Well, there's well, always time. Yeah, I mean the
1: weekend before Easter. By that, I don't mean like this right. past weekend, weekend before.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, but that makes sense. But, like, obviously with all the music out there, how the, the millions of artists, the millions of songs there's going to be some parallels between certain, or not certain, but parallels between album covers. Uh, like, I'm not saying any of them are carbon copies. Actually I'm going to take that back. I know Uh, uh, one album that is an exact carbon copy. Um, Except I forget the name of the album. (laughs) It was one of Eminem's recent albums. Oh, Um, no. Uh,
1: It's um, Music to be Murdered by, right? No,
0: not that one. It was... Kamikaze, I think, was the one I'm thinking of. Yes. Eminem's Kamikaze album is a direct copy of the Beastie Boys License yeah, to ill it legit
1: kill. is. I forgot about or,
0: I'm sorry, License to Ill. I,
1: License I to Ill. I think License to Ill is, no, it's exactly the same.
0: Yeah, like there's slight details. Like the text yeah. on the wing of the plane is different. But other than that, it is a carbon copy of the Beastie Boys album. And I, when I first saw that back in 2018 when it came out, I was trying to wrap my head around it. I'm like, how can you get away with this? I, I guess he must have had, like, permission what? or something.
1: The, the difference is, is that the licensed bill album, I think, is a Bowen, and he had a um, fighter jet. Is that different enough to classify? I mean, I'm looking at it right now, like, comparison-wise... And I'd say yeah, it's, it's different enough that it can be considered. Yeah. You know, exactly. All right. I mean, because if you look back at the Kamikaze album, which I'm about to pull up again, right? Because Licensed to Ill is a great album. I've listened oh, to it yeah. many times. Um, the differences is in just how the plane is structured. Like it's more oh. s- smooth. There's like the thick, yeah. There's like the aces, but the Boeing, it's larger. There's another jet. And, like, there's jets on the side, not on the back. It's small details. Like, I'm looking at a comparison picture right now.
0: Okay. I mean, I don't know much about, like, copyright law and stuff, so I can't tell. But, uh, like, when I saw it, I'm like, that's Beastie Boys. That's the exact design.
1: Yeah, like, it takes, like, looking into it to really, like, be like, oh, that's, like, a complete ripoff.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. And I I think the thing – I don't think a lot of my friends – um noticed it like my one friend who mainly listened to rap music um i don't think he recognized the design and i think that got me a little bit more annoyed
1: because how do you not recognize the beastie Boys?
0: a lot of people don't like older music anymore it's a sad are, revelation we're, we're the
1: cool ones here i mean like come on
0: yeah totally 100%. although i'm looking at the playlist of music breaks um, and I don't think a single one of these albums was released bef- uh, before 2010. <laughs> Oops!
1: You did it again.
0: But that doesn't mean I don't like older music. And I think some of the older music has some really great album covers. Number one, License to Ill. But with that being said, there's like, I've noticed there's certain criteria um, that really makes an album. Good or bad design-wise. Yeah. Well, and here's my thing. I I have a playlist, um, several playlists at this point, of right. songs of all the songs I listen to or all the songs I've ever heard. More like it. Um, but it's roughly over twenty thousand songs at this point. The issue is I determine like what kind of music I want to listen to by the album. Mm-hmm. So like I will dig through Spotify searching for like artists with cool album covers and then just add the discography to the playlist without even checking to see if I like even one of their songs. And because of that, I've run into a lot of artists that aren't exactly my style, but um, whose album covers I like, but I can't really connect with the music. Uh, number one example I think of is, what's its face? Power Metal. Anything Power Metal is um, up in the air for me. Because I don't really connect much with Power Metal. But they have such great cinematic storytelling album covers. They've got like robots and dragons and futuristic stuff. And all that cool stuff that I'm into. It's all the sci-fi, fantasy, all the fictional genres that I love. And, but that's the problem. And that's the first thing that really makes an album cover look good to me. It is the creativity of it and the cinematicness of it. And you also have said you like albums like that, right?
1: Yeah, I like, you know, I like albums that are more, that stand out to me. Like, right, yeah, I'm not exactly. Gonna pick, you know, for example, I'm not gonna pick up Lord's pure heroine just because that's what it's like that's it's an all black album with that white text. I'm not gonna pick that up. No. Right. I don't have interest in that. But yeah. like, you know, a picture of like just like Take News of the World by Queen or Jazz by Queen. Yeah. They're weird. They're different. And while you know Queen, you know like, okay, what's different about this what makes it weird.
0: Exactly. Like we all know, we all grow up. Well, I I've, I've grown up knowing Queen and I assume a lot of people my age have as well. So we kind of yeah. know, oh, they're they're they were one of the greatest bands in their time, so we automatically gravitate toward it. But imagine when those two albums first came out and you you see that. I wonder what people were thinking when they first saw those albums.
1: Mm. I couldn't. I could not tell you. I. Yeah. Uh, I would pick it up either way because you know, sheer heart attack is a great album by them. Night at the Opera, innuendo is an underrated. One. Yeah, I. The main title track of that is, it rivals Bohemian Rhapsody sometimes. Oh really? Much. I believe it's called innuendo. But I was listening to it. and I'm just like, okay, this is awesome. Like we got power ballads. i like in the middle of the desert. Oh my god, this is great yeah you no know, and it's just like whew. like so like songs like that that can just tell a story and just like this six minute time period are awesome
0: yeah to me <laughs> but then you also have
1: but then you also have albums like um eagle by tyler the creator which tells the story of a breakup about of you're sad you know how you break up with the person moving on like that just encapsulates it and, like half hour and it's so seamless that you, you have to remi- like remember certain beats. Otherwise you're going to mix up the songs.
0: Uh, so that's one Which of the ones it, that, Oh, sorry, go ahead. That's
1: go ahead. one I would recommend that you listen to if you're, if you're not big into rap.
0: Right. And that's because you said that's one that tells a story from start to finish.
1: It does. It tells the story of just getting over a relationship. You know, it's, and I had that explained to my friend because I'm like, oh, this is a really good album. Like, what is it about? And he's like, oh, it's about a relationship ending. I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. So it goes, it goes through that and, you know, great songs on there. Everyone, I know everyone picks Earthquake as like their go-to sad song they post on their Instagram stories. Like, yeah, good for you. Like, But if you really listen to the album, there's like some great stuff there. It's just It's just good music. I
0: mean, yeah. I love an album that tells a story start to finish. And they're some of my favorite albums, too, That cover-wise, the um, first cover-wise. The first cover... Al- uh, not cover. The first rock opera-slash-concept album I've ever heard was Alice Cooper's Along Came a Spider.
1: Ooh.
0: All-time favorite concept album to this date. Uh, also followed up by Welcome to My Nightmare and Welcome to My Nightmare, the sequel. Um, both great albums. Both great album covers. Um... But they're not the best, they're not the most creative album covers I've ever seen. They're really good, and I think I might be biased because I like the album so much. But they are just pictures of the artist Alice Cooper, albeit with some uh, costume design, uh, fancy background, stuff like that. But I've noticed a lot that there are a lot of artists who will just take a picture of themselves themselves. And that is the album cover. Yes. Um, That's something I don't... I. It's not character? that I don't like it. I just can't really get behind it. Because you have you have this... What is it? Like 10 by 10 square to do yep. anything.
1: Literally, why are you yeah.
0: going to use a picture that I could take on my phone?
1: Well, for some people, I get why. It's the markability of their value. Like, if, right. they, if they don't see... like Johnny Cash is a good example. He... Became that megastar and like to tell the difference. Like with when it comes to Queen, like you have to look for the name and it's harder to go through. And they want right. you to like explore different things. To buy a Cash album, you need to look at who is on the cover, which is Cash. You know what you're getting. You're getting his music. Right. And that's not to say that it's bad music either way. Oh no. And same thing goes for Game, Childish Gambino. Who or my. Uh, so. Good. Like he, his, because the internet album is just his face. It's right. just the picture of his face, but you know who he is. You know, he's Donald Glover from Community. So you pick it up, you listen to it, and you're like, oh, wow, that's really good.
0: Which I, I guess is why it appears more in pop music, because part of the pop music industry nowadays is, you know, you have to sell this uh, idol like, you don't just have the, to sell
1: the music, you have to sell the person. Right.
0: And, that, and that's a different because a lot of pop artists are single artists. Like, it's their name. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, harder genres, like rock, metal, all that stuff, they're bands. They're multiple people behind one song, one album. And, you know, like, there have been rock, al- rock and metal albums where it's a picture of the band, but it's a bit harder to do that than it is just one person
1: it's not impossible right um i think the one i listed a pretty reckless death by rock and roll it's just the lead singer on a right. on a tombstone yeah. like on like on a coffin and she's granted she's not wearing any clothes per se yeah uh, but like it's just her it's just one person it can work in your favor but it can work against you right. if you're like a band because then you have egos flying everywhere
0: that is true yeah and But even with that one, it kind of is like an exception to that just one person rule because there's so much going on around her. She's on a tombstone in the middle of a graveyard mm-hmm. laying there. It's not a gradient from light gray to darker gray, Photoshop cutout of the singer's shoulders up. Right. Album cover done but i have seen some album covers that'll go even closer than just you know shoulders up well they'll zoom in to um, and one i've noticed a lot is um, an album cover where it's just the picture where it's just a picture of an eye now granted they'll like do some special funky effects to the eye but for some reason i very much gravitate toward any album that is just the picture of an eye such as ember by breaking benjamin White Rabbit by Egypt Central, which is a band I got into last year. I really like them. Um, Heart of an Artist by DA Games. It's such a good song. It's that hard, raw music, and the vocals are, like, not screaming, but they're more raspy. They're somewhere between, like, ACDC vocals and, like... I I don't got another one to do, but it's, it's kind of sounds like, and this is going to come off as an insult, but I mean it in, like, in a compliment sort of sense, but it sounds like Gargling Gravel. It's got that crunchy sound to it. And
1: I love it. He's probably the best way to describe that.
0: Yeah. But that album, again, is a heart, uh, not heart, a close-up of an eye. And if you look, uh, if you examine the, Album cover closer, there's a heart within, like the reflection of the eye, which you know, heart of an artist, it goes with the theme. But once again, artistic masterpiece of an album cover,
1: yeah. I mean, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about certain album covers, like they can just be art, right? Yeah. You know, can't beat it. I,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm very interested, um, to like know where people come up with this kind of stuff because. I write I write lyrics for music. I don't know enough about music or mixing to try and make one. I mean, I'm trying to make a song, but, you know, I don't think it's going to come out when I wanted it to. But mm-hmm. I'm promising too much, and that's probably never going to happen. Forget I said anything. But I write song lyrics. Keep, keep. Remember that part. But, like, if they ever did get made into songs, I don't know if I would know where to start in terms of creating graphics for it. Because I do Photoshop and stuff like that all the time. But like some of these things don't exactly relate to the song. Know what I mean? Yeah. Or I know the title you're... I should say.
1: I know what you mean. Like um I'm trying to think of
0: one. Yeah, I can't exactly like come up one off the top uh, got, of my head. I got one
1: right. Uh the um, Weezer "Everything Is Going to Be All Right" album—it's like a walking Bigfoot, and the album is like completely different. Right. And yeah, I'm like
0: sorry. how does that title relate to that graphic? Like, how did you come up with that? That—that's what I'm interested in because yeah. I would love to do this. And I guess maybe it's just like maybe some of them can go by name, uh, or maybe it's just like how the song makes you feel because. Recently, um, one of my friends put out uh, an EP, I think it was. Yeah. It was uh, like three songs. It was called Incomplete Gods. And I got the chance to interview him about it uh, a couple episodes back. But hearing Incomplete Gods as an artist, it put something in my head. It put a picture in my head. And I made a picture based off of that title. I was going to give it to him... You know, to use as, like, album artwork, but he said he already had a guy, which is unfortunate. But I still really like the... how the picture turned out. And I actually um, have it hanging up in my house. So, you know, I guess I can see some way of it. But there are some instances where I'm like, I'm at a loss of how to even visualize this. And, I mean... We're talking I mean, one still image here. Don't even get me started on making a deep, meaningful, symbolic music video.
1: I didn't know where well, to start. Yeah, me too. Um, but, you know, when it comes down to it, just sort of like making album art is hard because you you don't want to like stand out at the same time. You still want to play to that markability trend with like what the pop stars are doing. But you also want to be different and then it comes down to like, all right, what do we do here? Right. Like... Take um, what were we talking about earlier? It's the top of my tongue. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about um, Doom twenty sixteen. It's an encapsulation of the game. It's a, it's a man, shoot, It's a man killing demons. Like right. Really you know And that can be interpreted as art. It can be interpreted as whatever you'd like it to be because art is anything really. Yeah. It like this talk riding a pig. <laughs> it could be art. It could be a good album. Wrap cover like just
0: Maybe. just this
1: against a black screen you don't know yeah. what you're getting
0: some dramatic pose or something
1: yeah like dramatic lighting
0: you this no, is I what you do go. this is what you do you give the hawk regular arms and then you put the wings on the pig oh,
1: that would honest that would be great that would i, I would buy that album now title of I, the album when pigs fly yeah, when pigs fly, there you go.
0: <laughs> now we just need, you know, uh, content to put out on the album, yeah.
1: Yeah, no one steal it. Copyright. It's been copyright.
0: <laughs> If I knew, like, I don't... I, obviously, any set of lyrics can be used as any type of song. It just depends on melody and stuff like that. But mm. I... Don't know how to write. Well, I probably would if I gave it a shot, but I've never tried to write a rap song is what I should say, uh, lyric-wise. But another thing, and I think you've mentioned this too, um, one last thing that really kind of turns me off of an album, depending on how it's done, is, and you did mention this earlier, um, when there's nothing behind it, when it's literally just artist, song name, background. And I think that's the least creative – like I said, depending on how it's done, but that's probably the least creative you can be with an album cover, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard to really say, like, it's not really creative at all. Right. Like, it's like, okay, you know I I, I reached the point in my life where I can just do, all right, I'm just going to put the name in a black background with Lord's pure heroin and nothing against the album or anybody who listens to it or the artist. It's just like it's kinda lazy. Right. Because it's just going like, oh, okay, it's a Lord album. I know what I'm getting and then just, you know. Yeah.
0: It's like I mean, it just feels like a missed opportunity to me. Like obviously you know, you get the fancy fonts, you get maybe a gradient in there. Like it's not generic by any means but it just seems like you're passing up a chance to be creative. Yeah. That's how it feels to me.
1: That hundred percent agree. I think it's just, it's kind of like, it's a waste of the opportunity to make something great. And, you know, that could add months obviously onto the end of um, whatever project you decide to do. But at the same time, it's also making, you know, a statement that like, we put a lot of effort into this. Check it out.
0: Exactly. I mean, like, Motionless, uh, it's another band, Motionless in White. Um, this is just one I thought of because this is like where I kind of know where the album cover came from. Uh, their newest album, Disguise, uh, it's like a almost paint, it's traditional artwork. Like, mm. it's not Photoshop or anything. Obviously, it had to be scanned in digitally or something. But I came across the artist on Instagram who did it and it, it, it was it's an actual I don't know what medium it is. I'm going to call it a painting, but I could be wrong. But it's an actual handmade work of art that, you know, they probably brought into Photoshop to put the name of the uh, band on and the album cover. It. But that's creative. That's artwork there. And who knows how long it took him to do, or him or her, to make the album cover. Because this you've got gradients in here, you've got incohesive lines, uh, not incohesive, but like scratchy line work in the background. Like, that is something you could easily do in a digital program, but to paint by hand, I can't imagine how much effort that must have taken.
1: Yeah. All right. And it's not to, like, say that anything's wrong with not doing that. Like, you can always, you know, go easy on right. certain albums. Like, Back in Black is an amazing album by ACDC, but it's just a black background in the ACDC logo.
0: Exactly.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, sometimes, you know, you just sometimes sim- minimalism. minimalism is the best. Right. But other times, like, if you, like sometimes you just really want like, a nice piece of art. Exactly. To stare at and to always remind you of that album.
0: Right. And it's something like that. You can't do it. If you do it every time, that's when it becomes a problem. Right. Um, Like, they did it for Back in Black, and that's, like, the only one that was that simple. All the other ones have... Like, there are some other ones where it's predominantly just the name... But they have something else going for it. Their latest album comes to mind, Power Up.
1: Yeah, is, which is a great album. Yeah. Frankly. It's like up there with Back in Black and, like, Highway to Hell. It's great. Just the name and, like, an electrical power. Button.
0: Exactly. They, they did something to, the, to their name. They put it in neon, and it's all bright and flashy.
1: Exactly. Well, a key example of Minimalist, speaking of Gambino because we have been talking, I have been talking about him. Yeah. You have not listened to him. Um, his, he just released an album, like the beginning of quarantine, like the like April last year. Called, I think I remember that, yeah. Oh, no, you, you know, it was on the 15th of March. Um, it's just called 31520, and it's just a white picture. Right. So, like, that's it. There's nothing else to it.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's very reminiscent of uh, the Beatles' White Album, like, you really can't, like, we faulted, we faulted, air quotes, Eminem for the very similar design to Beastie Boys, mm-hmm. but that's because that's an actual design. I don't think you can fault Childish Gambino for
1: no, cause copying
0: he had, the Beatles.
1: because he has other stuff, like, he has Camp, which is a different, he has This Is America, which is different, Kawaii is minimalist, but different. So you can always cop out. Like, there's nothing wrong with doing that every once in a while. Like another, another album, like that. You like another person that comes to mind is Chance the Rapper. Like he has some great album covers, and then he has Holy, which is in the Big Day, which is literally him holding something, and then it's just Holy Over the Road. Like sometimes you just need to cop out. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Like, and there's it, nothing wrong with, and it's you know, not like
0: a good photography picture.
1: Exactly. And it's not dissing the artist for deciding that, you know, if you're like, eh, whatever. Right. Like sometimes, you just, sometimes you just need to, you know, it's sometimes simple. Acom's razor comes to mind. Sometimes the simplest answer is the right one. Right.
0: Yeah. And I mean, yeah, like all, a lot of album covers are very good, but. And we we I, like like we said, we don't know the thought process or the management behind a lot of these productions. So no, maybe is... they know what's best, but there are some instances in where it feels like you passed up an opportunity. Right. Which it, it I mean, I'm an artist, so that bothers me.
1: Right. can always you know, take the original art and make something different. Like, right. Going back to pure heroin by Lord, like, great, you know, you did your name value, but you could always do something like, you know, something spectacular to make it feel like you're on. Right. Which is, a, it's a, like a way, like, when you're listening, like, to a way to, like, drive home, like, when you're listening to this, you're going to be like, you're, it's like pure heroin. Like you're listening to that. Like, yeah. that's how you recognize it. Exactly. And, like, same thing with the pictures. Like, you can do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes they hide. Really depressing songs on there. Oh yeah, uh, because the internet is a perfect example. Three thousand five and the worst guys are great examples of like he, you know, he's talking about just sort of life, death, and all that fun stuff, which is oh, wow. you know, well, it's it's mentioned, it's hinted. Like if you look at his, if you look at Gambino in interviews, he's he is an ex- existentialist um, kind of person. He likes to sort of say, "Oh, we we don't matter." You know, right, okay. In the grand scheme of things, we're nothing. Yeah. There, I think there's one video clip people like to use a lot. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, sometimes simple is good. Sometimes yeah. simple is bad. And you can always, like, improve upon the original. Like, take when pigs fly. It's simple. But we could also have, like, a billion pigs flying and, like, this, like, really dramatic art of, like, the earth exploding and they're all flying away. Right. Doesn't need doesn't always need to be that like when pigs fly can always just be rocky the red hawk the the god sent that he is <laughs> riding pig
0: that is true yeah i mean it's very like despite everything we've said it's still very circumstantial like it's all on a case-by-case basis it's up to the artist well as much as up to the artist as it can be
1: that is true we take Take, for example, Taylor Swift. We're yeah. releasing all old stuff because they don't give her any money anymore. Yeah. Because she don't even go there.
0: It's not to say any of them are bad. Yeah. Just, in my personal opinion, I feel like there have been many missed opportunities to make something out there and creative. And I get there's certain yeah. rules behind it and all that stuff. But... Yeah. I'm not thinking of it as a biz from a business standpoint. I right. I like to look at it from an art standpoint.
1: Like sometimes weird is not always the best marketability. Right. Of course, even the weird could be cool. Like like we, like we said, the pigs flying away from the earth that could be really cool. Problem is, who's really going to buy that except for the album cover because they don't know what they're getting. Into. I know you will, and I know <laughs> I will. But I mean, like. Joe Schmo, who's listening to this? If you're out there, Joe, cool last name. Um, (laughs) If he's like walking into a record store and you know he's picking it up for his kid or wants to really listen to us, you know, rock out. But he's like, sometimes you know, it's just better to go simple. Yeah. Like there's again nothing wrong with that. Sometimes artistic expression can be amazing and fantastical, and sometimes it can be weird. And sometimes it can just be. Rocky the Red Hawk on a sw- sweaker toy pig right. at the, at a, at, with dramatic lighting. Totally. So it's all up to the eye of the beholder.
0: Right. With that being said, that leads us to just about the end of another episode of King's Chaos. I would say we would do a royalty recommends, but we've pretty much been recommending music
1: this entire time. Uh, we might as well. We might as well. Our top choices for the audiences at home.
0: You know what? You're right. Let's run the intro real quick and we'll get right into it. Three, two, one. And welcome to Royalty Recommends, the end segment of the show, where me and my guests both recommend one thing to the audience. And as always, the
1: guest goes first. Oh, I get to go first. Yep. <laughs> Yay. Um. All right. One that I would recommend for people to listen to. Hmm. That's a very tough choice. I'm going to say an album that everyone should listen to is either... Well, I'm going to just recommend it too. Well,
0: if they're interested, of course.
1: Of course. If they're interested, Power Up by ACDC. It's a great album. And Awaken My Love, as much as we said it's a weird album cover, it is a great throwback to 70s R&B. So, right.
0: and that one's childish Gambino, right? Yes, that is childish Gambino.
1: Cool. Or Donald Glover, if you've watched Community like I have.
0: Oh boy, I have to recommend. Oh no, this is gonna you be, a be hard. You gotta do one.
1: something now. Okay. Gotta do... You gotta do two now. It's only fair.
0: Two, that's fair enough. So yes. I'm not gonna recommend Nate wants to battle again. I've done that two weeks now, but we'll. Keep him on the sh- keep him on the back burner because I really like him and his video game songs and his original content too. Uh, well, they're all most of them are original, but I mean the songs not inspired by video games, like the ones from his head. But right. we'll keep him on the back burner. Recommended, but he doesn't count. Um, Citizen Soldier, I will recommend. Um, they're a band I got into last year to two years ago, something about that. They have put out an album last year called Down the Rabbit Hole, and I've talked about this uh, beforehand uh, on earlier episodes of the show. Really good. And, to my knowledge, the next two years they're also putting out albums. Um, They are releasing singles currently for the first set. It's it's like a double album. So they're doing like 24 songs in a two-year period. And they're currently releasing singles. And... If you're interested, I recommend Hallelujah, I'm Not Dead. It is such a nice, hard rock song, and the message is very good, too, because a lot of their songs are that, you know, like, internal struggle kind of thing. Mm. So you, if you need to sc- something to scream out at the world, Hallelujah, I'm Not Dead by Citizen Soldier, if you're interested. Did I fulfill the criteria? I, I would say so. Yes. All Fair. right then. <laughs> but that brings us to the end of another episode of King's Chaos. This was actually a really fun topic to do. I have been Kyle Pepitone, aka the Kingpin parentheses of Spades, and you have
1: been Mike Foley. Follow me at not Mike Foley on Twitter, Instagram, and Vero if you have it or don't. I am not telling you to do anything. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you once again for joining me. It's been real fun. And it's
1: this been is... a pleasure. I have enjoyed my time.
0: <laughs> well, feel free to tune into to the rest of 90.3 WMSC. And if you want to see more, you're welcome to check this out on YouTube, Spotify, and whatever other platform this show comes out on. Only if you're interested, of course. I will see you all next time. Have a maximum week. Goodbye. So long.